the Click and Go Travel Podcast, fueling your wanderlust with far-flung, off-the-beaten track destinations to just across the water and everything in between. This week, Paul and I are back to discuss Mallorca and all the magic that it has. When people think of Mallorca, they generally think of Santa Ponza and Magaluf, when there's so much more to this amazing Balearic island. Today we are joined by Alan and Zita from our sales team to talk about Mallorca and all that it has to offer. You're very welcome, guys. Hi, Thanks, Alan. Thank Hi, you. Zita. Hi, how are you doing? Thanks for joining us. It's great to have you here to discuss Mallorca. Just like I say, because people generally just think about Santa Ponza and Magaluf, so it'd be nice to you know, give the listen- listeners a little bit more insight on Mallorca and all that it has to offer. Yeah, like we want what what we want to try and achieve today is really there's more to Mallorca and to kind of wake people up to the fact that there is way more to Mallorca than the resorts that they instantly think of when they think of Mallorca. So I thought it would be good to have you guys along having been there fairly recently. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. When was the last time you visited Mallorca, Zita and Alan? Oh, I, well, I probably, uh, my last visit was there, I think the 11th to the 18th of June, so quite recently there last month and that. And, um, so that was kind of, I hadn't been in Mallorca since I more or less going back to my old days uh, and I started from the travel industry just a long time ago. We won't go, we won't go, we won't go that far. Yeah, no, we won't, we won't put a year on that, Alan. You know, and I was kind of, I, it was probably an education and I probably don't remember it either, you know, so, um, but yeah, a long, long time ago on those. But yeah, that's why we did our visit to Palma, Play de Palma, as recommended by a few in the offices and Kudos, Paul was a nice place to go and it was wonderful. So that was more recent for me. Good. So last June, last month. Yeah. And Zita? Mm-hmm. I was last August. So oh. it was as we all began to get back to flying and I had a kind of a, a four day window and it was the ideal short break. So I went to on your recommendation, actually, Paul, because I didn't know <laughs> where to go. Um, and I went to Camp de Mar. I love um, Camp de Mar. It's just the most beautiful place. We oh. were we were astounded by it. it it didn't seem like we were in the med at all yeah um and before that i had been um we'd come into palma from a cruise um and that was 2019 so that was gorgeous it was it's the most beautiful place to actually sail into because you're right in the city um and then before that it would have been probably about 26 27 years ago and did a good few resorts at that stage brilliant and I was, I actually, like you, Zita, I was on a cruise last year that called to Palma. And Palma, like the capital of Mallorca, is an absolutely breathtaking city. Like it is right on yeah. the bay. Yeah. It is a large city. Um, it's an amazing Paseo Maritimo, the waterfront, incredible marina. The cruise ships, as you say, pull right in. You right the in. backdrop of the cathedral. Like it's a stunning medieval city. You can see the old castle. It is just an absolutely gobsmacking uh, city to visit. I think it is one of the nicest yeah. cities on the Med. And and I think as you as, when you come in on a cruise ship, you realise, you think to yourself, well, we certainly did. We thought, why have we never done this on a city break? Yeah. Because like flights are every day. It's your ideal short break. The short is the, the flight is shorter than than um, Barcelona or something like that. Yeah, two or twenty well, minutes. Yeah. yeah, the weather was beautiful, so it's it's fantastic. Just as a city, and you're break, ten minutes even. from the airport, five ten minutes from the airport, yeah. straight into the city is ideal. Yeah, because mm. like the airport in Mallorca is in Palma. 
It's yes. literally at the back of Campastilla, so the back of Playa de Palma. So as the lads are saying, short flight and a short transfer to get into the mm. into the capital, Palma itself. Yes. And and you're right, Zita, like we don't think of Palma as a as a, a city visit. The hotels are a little bit more expensive than the resort hotels because it's it's a commercial city. Mm. Um but it is it is a great city option. And you know what I'm sad about? That we don't have winter flights to Majorca. Whilst yeah. you wouldn't do yeah. like winter sun there, it wouldn't it wouldn't necessarily be warm enough to be kinda of on the beach. But it would still be, even if it was just two flights a week, yeah. a great yeah. short break destination. There's some great cycling, hiking, walking, loads of activities go on on the island. Uh, definitely not just summertime. Yeah, we were there in November and the day we, and I mean, we've got all these short cruises that that, that we have for sale at the moment, go do mm. put, t- pulling into Palma. Um, but we, when we were there in November, it was really pleasant. You know, it, we didn't even need, it wasn't like, coat weather like no. you know a light jacket I think by the, the afternoon had come you know it was t-shirts um, still really really pleasant warmer than here anyway oh absolutely <laughs> yeah. probably no, like summer it day it probably here. wouldn't be as busy as our general capital cities in Europe as well so it'd be more relaxing and um, you know nice balmy weather to to, to, to stroll the streets and, yeah. and this is you know the architecture but even walking the, the those lovely um, pedestrian streets through coming into the square and when you kind of like one thing we're looking you I was stopping and we are looking up a lot the architecture of the buildings is fantastic as well yeah beautiful and you see and you come down by the cathedral and the way it has that lovely kind of um uh, man made kind of lake as such there yeah, in yeah, front of it. Yeah, and yeah. They were, they, when we were there last time there were people canoeing in it and there was a little market around it was absolutely gorgeous. Oh brilliant. Wow. And you you both mentioned that you'd been there sort of a few years before recently travelling. Has much changed in Mallorca? I think um I su- I suppose we we've all become a little bit more open minded so when I had been there a good few years ago, it was it was really all about Santa Panza, Magaluf, Palmanova. Um, and then the, the the likes of Alcudia and that were, you know, it was kind of specifically if you were a family, you would go to Alcudia or Puerto Palenza, maybe. And then you're, you know, so I think the, the resorts were always there, but I think people are just getting a bit more adventurous and they want to try something new. They don't need the strip with the Irish bar or the English bar. Um, mm, so absolutely. there's so many, there's to, just tons of resorts. Yeah. And like when I, first time I was there, I was there with my parents and I would have been mm, 12. So like that's Only quite a, a long ago, time yeah. ago. Yeah. So <laughs> more than 40 years ago. But Mallorca is you know, as we were chatting when we were putting the notes together for this, Mallorca is one of the original package holiday destinations. Mm. It's for Spain, one of the destinations where package holidays kicked off and people knew the area around Arenal and Campastilla, which is very close to Palma. And then Santa Pons and Magaluf and Palma Nova developed and then other destinations developed. But it really has stood the test of time. And what's so interesting now when when you look at Mallorca, and I think this is something for Irish people to consider, you know, and to, to as you say, Zita, to broaden their mind around Mallorca, there is so much more to this island. It is not just the beaches, it's the inland, it's it's the history, it's the capital city. It is all all that you could want from a package destination. And in terms of planning, even though, you know, there 
they're operating as a holiday destination for 50, 60 years at this stage, they have come up with some very good stuff. So you can't build a new hotel on the island. You must buy an existing property. You can't create more rooms in that property. You have to go with the maximum number of rooms that are there. And the really, really important point is when you're redeveloping, it must be four star or five star. So the island is constantly improving and constantly striving to improve. And there's certain markets in Europe which see Majorca as very upmarket. The Germans, the Scandinavians all see Majorca as upmarket. The Irish, because I think we it was our first destination and because we were really kind of Arenal Campastilla and that was the start of package holidays, it was more the two and three star stuff. Mm. That pretty much has faded away. And for the most part, what people are going to buy when they go there is four star and five star and it's going to have been refurbed, reimagined, recreated. And, you know, it's it's just, it's all about, I think, getting people to think about the other parts of the island. Yeah. So maybe we'll maybe we'll do a little bit of the the kind of facts and figures piece. Yeah. So Alan, in terms in terms of flights out of out of Ireland, you can fly from where to Majorca? Well, you well you you you're from Dublin. You've got Cork. Yeah. You've Shannon. Brilliant. So you've great opportunity and good frequency, Alan. And you'll probably even leave people even taking in uh, further north. You, you know, out of uh, Belfast, um, Aldergrove. Yep. You know, yep. it'd, it'd be nice to be, it's New York, as you say, it is that uh, reachable by everyone. And of course, as well, it's a pity they don't extend their season a little bit longer because I think there would be that yeah. little bit market over there because it, it's like Malaga in a way. But I would think yep. probably yeah. nearly be because you're more tucked away into the Med. It's probably a bit more protected than on the than, yeah. than Malaga and, and Faro and that, you know. And both their Lingus and Ryanair, yeah. Jill, really yep. good frequency. So the flights for the summer would tend to start around the end of March. And go right the way through to the end of October. So, like, you do have a very long season, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, like, so nearly yeah, eight months, months of the year. And, and Alan, what do you think, or Zita, what do you think? In terms of suitability, there's resorts and destinations within Majorca that would suit Everybody. any age group. Yeah. Yeah. You know, from couples, younger couples looking for Party Central, to older couples looking for something way more relaxed, to friends and mm-hmm. families, young and lively. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it definitely, I know it's, I know it's kind of um, trite that it has something for everybody, but it does. Yeah. It really, really and does. Great. Like, you might even mention there where the old, you know, when you say the kind of young and lively, like from us, from on this, the, the sales desk, uh, like people think, oh, Santa Ponza, Magaluf, uh, over. everyone's kind of the caps on, oh, they're young and lively. We have huge yeah. amount of right across the board, everyone, families, and even more kind of retired people want to go to uh, Santa Ponza because everything is so contained, lovely beaches and everything like that, short distance transfer. So all those resorts, they they have a mixture of everything. They don't necessarily have to be labelled, oh, that's just young and lively. It is young yeah. and lively. I actually had a gentleman on there a while ago and he was, he sounded, he, he wasn't young, but he was lively because he asked for the day. <laughs> you know? And, I, and, and I, I kind of called it, I said, oh no, no, I, mean, I stayed there before and it's ideal, great location. And I says, you know, you could have some of the young graces. That's fine by me. So it's obviously then the personality is the it, the resort is there for everybody. Now you choose if you want, obviously, oh, I don't want to be as busy as that. Then there's so much other places to go to where it might be a little bit mm. more, less of the, the younger crowd, but uh, definitely so many different places. Uh, it tick, ticks every box, you know. Really does. And and size-wise, Jill, just to give people a scale, like I think I think loads of our listeners are going to have been to Majorca before. So yeah. I'm hoping we're going to bring uh, to mind some new options for them. Yeah. But for anybody who hasn't been, it's, you know, about an hour from Palma to the north of the island and a little over an hour from Palma 
right over to the east coast because Palma's kind of in this on the south coast but closer to the west of, of the island but it's quite like it's it's a substantial uh, island with as i said lots to do so we might yeah. do a we might do a run around in terms of the the, the geography the resorts yeah. get a feel for what's best or who it's suited to and what it offers yeah zita where would be your favorite um We'll start with yourself. Where would be your favourite area within uh, Mallorca? Well, we, as I say, our last one was Camp de Mar. So that would be top of my list. Um, Mm. You probably wouldn't do it for, you know, you wouldn't do it for a two week holiday. We did four nights and it was ideal. Like you arrive in Palma, we were, uh, it's just about 30 kilometres, but a really easy 30 kilometres. Like we were, we were in our hotel less than a half an hour. We got a private transfer. If I was looking at that, would I, I wouldn't really recommend it to a family. You might do a family with very young children, you know, a baby or something okay. like that. But a family who are looking for more life, maybe not for them. We stayed in a really good uh, adult only hotel. There's the H10 Blue Mar. It's just beautiful right on the beach. But everything in um, Camp de Mar is right on the beach. It's just like a little cove. Oh, wow. um, but I suppose after that, then if, if, you know, if you were looking for something that would suit everybody, like, you know, your, your, maybe your older families or couples that wanted a little bit of life or they were staying for more than a week, maybe. Um, I absolutely love Port Valenza. They would be one of my favorites up the north of the island. So maybe we'll like just pick up in the north and have a quick yeah. kind of chat about the north and up there. Cause I agree with you. Mm. Puerto Palenza is gobsmacking. It yeah. is. It's a beautiful old town, a stunning bay, and you have you've really got three very decent resorts up there. What's nice about the north of the island is the size of the beaches. You're you're talking about like large, long sandy beaches, all great sandy beaches in Mallorca. So the three big resorts up there are Alcudia. Uh, which is very family orientated, Puerto Palenza, which is also very family orientated, but has some lovely old traditional hotels, and then Camp Pickford as well, which is just on the other side. So if you're in Alcudia, to the left and to the right, to the left you have Puerto Palenza, and to the right you have Camp Pickford, and it is just really, really stunning. And that's just an hour away from the airport. Just an hour away, and like. A really good choice of accommodation in terms of hotels or apartments and and the star rating according to what people's budget is, um, and you know, it it there really is something for everybody. And then if we go down along the east coast, east coast yeah. and so that's kind of starting with Calabona, Sacoma, Calista, Mallorca, Porto Calam, and then down to Calador. That whole east coast, it's it's so different. It's 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 very picturesque. Okay. Smaller beaches now. The beach in Sacoma is out of this world. But generally, the likes of Calador, Puerto Colón, Calista, Mallorca, it's all Cala. Cala meaning bay, small okay. bay. Oh, little inlet. So, yeah, really, yeah. really stunning. And, and Zita, I think you had friends who were recently in, in Sacoma. Sacoma. Yeah, they, they loved it. Really loved it. They, 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 the beaches were really good. And like that, again, I think what, what, what um, they were astounded by was the standard of the accommodation. You know, everything is just, the standard is fantastic, you know, and it It, seems to be across the board. It really is, you know, Mm. and and I think that's also the misconception because some of the older accommodation in Santa Pons and Magaluf might be what people are thinking about. Okay. Even the older accommodation has been dramatically transformed Mm. and changed and remodelled. But that East Coast just gives you, like, 
different sizes of resorts. Okay. Generally a little bit quieter, but not dead. You know, these are not, you know, there's nightclubs, there's bars, there's restaurants, there's cafes, there's hotels. And again, it's a case of good for families, good for couples, um, great mix of of, of, uh, destinations. Calador probably being the one that most people would know about. Yeah. And that's on the East Coast, but further down, further south on the East Coast and really popular. And, and Calador being, you know, Golden Bay kind of thing. Okay. And that's what it's about. Lovely that's beaches, great lovely coves. family properties in Calador. Oh, Calador, definitely yeah, for, families, for families, I would think. Really, really good. And, and good sightseeing all along that coast. So really nice. And then if we swing around onto the south coast itself, you pass by this stunning area where you have a beach called Estrank and it is possibly the least developed of anything in Majorca. There's no okay. buildings around. You know, you have to park quite a distance away from the beach. Really nice. But continue out from Trenk and head back towards Palma and you come to Alan's recent holiday spot, which was Playa de Palma. So chat to us, Alan, about Playa de Palma, Arenal, Campastilla. Well, as you can see, that, that's the kind of, you know, as you mentioned there, the, the oh, going back of um, Mallorca, Aranao, Campasilla was the, the main, uh, that was probably one of my, I think that's my second, how to say, my, my boy's holiday away with the lads from my, our first time away was staying in Aranao. Uh, we were there once or twice and that, but yeah, it was your typical fantastic beach there running from Campasilla all the way, played at Palma, Campasilla, Aranao, huge big seven or eight or 10 kilometer long beach fantastic you know um and all the accommodation is all run parallel to the to mm. the beach and that only goes you know a, a, a couple of roads in and then you've got countries it's kind of like countryside after that so they have all the accommodation quite close to the beach you're never more than a couple of hundred meters from a property that if you're set back to the beachfront and that so there's so much all along that and they have a beautiful promenade walkway from Arenal, Campasilla, from Playa de Palma. Now, we didn't venture too far. We kind of Playa de Palma was where we were staying. And uh, one of the evenings, we took a big, long walk along the promenade. And as you mentioned, all the hotels we were passing by, they were all either the minimum four-star, all good-sized hotels. But, you know, it's mostly hotel. There wasn't many kind of what people like the older self-catering apartment, but even the hotels, family orientated, we were passed by one. You could hear what's going on there and you kind of run up and have a look in. They were doing kind of bingo by around the pool and there was kids oh, there. Wow. Further on, there's another one that had a magic show going on and all the kids were sitting in front of the magician. And so as we were seeing them, you could see the family orientating all along and that walk was lovely. One thing was so there's a huge amount of people uh, hiring bicycles and up uh, yeah, because it's all, very all flat. along that, okay. and it's all yeah. flat, and it's a cycle track, and that, and it was beautiful. It's just a nice for for to get a, a bit of a breakaway if you want the beach. All along the beach, they have their their sun beds, all little different stations all along the way. Um, beautiful sand, crystal clear water, and it's a and again very very safe because you're kind of you have to walk in a little bit to get your depth, but yeah. it was a lovely gradual walk in, you know, so you didn't feel it was that drop away and all of a sudden you're out of your depth which was very mm. very safe for families and again crystal clear some beds renting them the average of you know you could go for upgrade ones with the big cushions on it or the standard one they were average you know for a couple about anything from 12 to 20 euros for the day and that you know so wow. yeah. uh, they're all all along there and and one thing as well that struck me as well there's a huge amount of kind of uh like spanish in the evening time and it was lovely. Um, they're all coming out after work and they were playing volleyball or games or something like that on the beach. Uh, mm. Just where we were staying in the, the Nautic Hotel, there was a lovely little, uh, we were kind of overlooking the, the marina. And it was lovely as well looking over the marina, particularly on the weekend, because there was a little um, 
kind of kids regatta, you know, the young teenagers and they're all getting on their little boats and sailing out and having a regatta come back in the evening. So you're kind of, you're people watching in that. And that was lovely. There's a lovely little bay around from where we were staying. It's called Cala Estancia. And it's restaurants all around it. Um, hotels facing as well. I think it was one of the BQ hotels face it. And where we were having our meals there, there's all restaurant after restaurant, little bar after restaurant, mm. and I have little steps down into water. So you can be sitting on the water's edge on the steps and with your feet in the water for which, but but I really love it as well. When you're having your meal, again, it's nine, eight o'clock in the evening, nine o'clock in the evening, and we were there in June. You had family still in the water, friends standing in the water because the weather was quite good. It was 30 degrees. Mm. It was nothing less than 30 degrees. 28 Mm. to 32 was the average. So it was really, really warm, lovely in the evening. But Mm. everybody's still out on the beach by nine o'clock in the evening. And it just feels your day is so long. Yeah. What's great about Playa de Palma is, as you can imagine, the name is the Beach of Palma. So you're really close to the capital city. You, You just come out of Palma and you come first to Campastilla. And you go round the bay to the far side of the bay and it's Arenal. And they have both joined up. So they were two separate resorts, but they've now joined okay. up. And it's called, the, the, the combined resort is now Playa de Palma. Okay. And then if we go over to the other side of Palma, so let's let's bypass Palma just for a minute and keep with the kind of resort areas. If we head through Palma, out the far side and down to the south, west, the south coast west of Palma, we come to, you know, Palmanova, Magaluf and Santa mm. Ponza, the really well-known yeah, resorts yeah. And, and areas. And, you know, for all people criticise Santa Ponza, it is a stunning bay. Yeah. Yeah. It is just the most lovely bay, an amazing, it looks beautiful. an amazing beach. Yeah. And again, you know, people need to think again. It, it has changed. It has been upgraded. The properties are upgraded. And it is still really popular with people. Yeah. Mm. Plus, you're close enough to, to Palma that you can hop in. Magaluf, known as kind of party central. Yeah. But again, you know, the planning and the, the, the local authorities have clamped down a bit on this. They've clamped down on some of the bar crawling stuff and some yeah. of the antics that we would have seen a couple of years ago. We're hearing less and less of that. Oh, yeah. And Palmanova um, is, is much calmer altogether. So you have Palmanova and Magaluf kind of sister resorts side by side but like Zid I think you you'd be a fan mm. of Palmanova in terms of yeah it it it's nice in that if you've got somebody you know you've got loads of properties there and again really nice I what I would see a lot of them would be very good for um not, when I say slightly older clientele, I mean kind of, you know, six, 50s, 60s upwards, looking for a nice... Very um, young. Account, young yeah. people, yeah, looking yeah. for a nice accommodation. Um, a lot of them will do half board, but you do have tons of restaurants. You've got mm. obviously less clubs than you'd have in Magaluf, which, you know, might not yeah. be a bad thing, but loads no. of options, you know, um, bars with live music. It's still lively, you know, it's, yep. it's certainly never yep. dead. And a little bit like Santa Ponza, um, I think Santa Ponza, it's it's like the way Tormelinos was years ago. It used to be really, really busy. And now it's nearly like the the clientele have grown up with it. Um, yeah, I would And agree. it's really good, you know, again, yeah. great live music scene. So, you know, if you're looking for live music in bars and that, Santa Ponza, Palmanova, really good options. Um, a real scattering like you know a big kind of choice of accommodation be it your kind of your three-star self-catering up to your four and your five stars so there's something there to suit everyone 
And I think that's what people like in the evenings. You're saying it's easy to do, like the kind of you say the the young or older crowd is would say, have you know have your meal out and that, and then find a nice little nice little pleasant bar yes. with a little bit of live music. Yeah, in you it. don't. And yeah, it, you don't necessarily want a club, but you don't. No, you, no. You don't it's want nice to, to have either. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to have something with a little bit of music. It's you know it's kind of. It, 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 it's something within the evening instead of looking at mm. each other probably you know exactly. you hear the music going on and it's nice and a good a good atmosphere yeah yeah and then further along the coast you would come to Camp Tamar so going out of Santa Pons and continuing on mm. over towards Andrach and Pagera and Camp Tamar as like you know we've spoken about it already it is magical it is a stunning yeah. cove stunning beaches it's nearly like looking out at a bay in Thailand or something okay. very wow. much yeah. Yeah. wow okay. it, it, it yeah. really doesn't feel like no. the Med it, it's very it feels different. more like Asia um, you have this stunning beach with the scattering of hotels no real resort centres either sure there isn't no it's kind of, you've got that gorgeous restaurant which is yeah, uh, built in the out on a rock and it's um oh. it, it's accessed by um it's like a, a, a stilts yeah exactly yeah. that's lovely yeah you do you have a good scattering of of restaurants your bars are very much beach bars yeah um a little bit of um kind of quieter music going on in those um again somewhere to people watch I me mean, we sat on on the beach one day and it was literally yacht after yacht just anchoring wow. to let their <laughs> yeah. kids all the, all the, the yachts yeah. all the yachts come into that bay like it is a stunning big wow. bay it's beautiful with this yeah. small resort this yeah. lovely beach this totally different vibe totally I, like I, I couldn't encourage people enough to consider it it's stunning um, as as a holiday yeah. so relaxing but as Edith says yeah, four, five, six, seven nights ideal. You know, and like the, the team in our office know Majorca so well now that if you wanted to kind of do two parts to Majorca in the one holiday, talk to the team and they can put that together. So that's... The other thing, Paul, about, about you know, you're saying, you know, bringing the team. What we did was when we were looking at, as I say, we had this window and it was four nights. And that, that, that was all we could do at the time. And we were looking at flights and I can't remember, was it either Erlingus were out early and back early or, or vice versa. But hmm. we actually, when you look at the flights, we went out early and then we availed of a late flight back. And I think it was Erlingus out, Ryanair back. So you can't do that on the site, but if you ring into the team. Yeah. We can yeah. do it that way. So we got, even though we were only five nights, we got five full days. Um, yeah. And that makes all the difference. You know, <laughs> you know. It, I know it's only hours at the end of the day. When you're going for a short period of time, it does, it does help. Oh, of course it does, yeah. And I think that's a really good point. Like the sales team can tailor make and give advice. Yeah. So what we have on the web- website is great. And if it suits you, go ahead, book it. But if you want to get a bit of guidance and a bit of, think about something different or can I do a two centre? Can I go out with one airline and back with another? Yeah. Of course we'll do yeah. it. Yeah. And then Just the last us. kind of resort area we want to touch on, Jill, is coming back towards Palma. And it's a, it's a, it's a resort I stayed in a couple of years ago. It's called Ilietas. Ilietas, that's a And cool it's name. very close to Port Alzenos. And it, it, like it's it's just down the road from where the Spanish royal family stay. They have a palace there. Wow. Um, Marivent, I think, is their palace. And the Spanish royal family holiday in Mallorca. Wow. Like that's how. Well, then if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then uh, like that part of the bay is more rocky, and okay. you, you have rock access and and kind of pier access into the water. Really nice, really, really different. Definitely more an adults-only vibe on that side, but some great restaurants in Port Alzano, some great golf up in Bendinat. Um, so really, you know, I think we've kind of covered the 
the geographic resort piece and hopefully we've spurred a bit of interest. But let's talk about the other things that you can do in, in Mallorca, the things to go and see. We talked about, briefly, we talked yeah, about Palma. Palma. It's an, it's, I think Zita and Alan would both agree. It's a must do if you're visiting Mallorca. Get into that city yeah. and, and explore yeah. the city. And I believe the cathedral within Palma is also just stunning as well. Oh, it's so, oh. so pretty. It's the first thing you'll see, particularly when you're coming in off, off a ship. Um, yeah. Okay. It's just gorgeous. Enormous. Yeah. Like it's a gothic, yeah. you know, absolutely magnificent. And it seems to be like golden colour. Like it's like that. Yeah. Um, oh, it's, it's just, it's it, you know, it's not like you'd look at a cathedral here and it's grey. It's, it's it's just so pretty. Red, red kind of brownie yeah. rock. So it kind of, oh, kind of gorgeous. in the evening time, it reflects the sun as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. when the sun hits it. And you have that, as you said, a lovely little water front in front of it. So there's nothing obscuring it from the sea point as you say, yeah. coming in on a ship. And it's just there in front of you, standing out. And it's a story. real it's a real lived in city. Some great yeah, shopping, yeah. El Cortinglaze, some great shopping, some of the some of the back streets, the real traditional little. Yeah, tapas bars and, and yeah. Shoe shops. Gorgeous. Handbag shops, all of that. Like it's stunning. And like Azita's mentioned a few times. It is a great port of call for the cruise lines. Mm, the cruise yeah. lines love coming in because you do have so much to see. Apart from the city, like you could be heading up the West Coast because we haven't really touched on the West Coast because there's not many resorts as such along there. But one is out of this world. And I think you, one of you might have gone to it, Puerto Solier. Um, you can get a you can get a, an old wooden train from Palma. Oh, mm. wow. The orange train. Up to Solier. And Solier is inland. And then you can get the wooden train down into Puerto Solier. So you're right down on the beach. And again, it is as pretty as Camp Tamar. Less accommodation, more residential. Um, some incredible hotels there. Just gorgeous. And then you're very close to Dea and Valdemosa. Dea is the home of Chopin. Okay. Um, so like a bit of, bit of culture along that side. But the drive along the west coast of the island is spectacular. Like it's literally like the Wild Atlantic Way. Okay. You're up on a height. So it's the Wild Atlantic Way but with the height of the cliffs of Moher, wow. but the weather, in the, the weather of the was, med yeah, in wild. the sun. Yeah. Yeah. And the only the only downside is the number of cyclists because there's a huge number of cyclists go to Mallorca. Oh, okay. yeah. but, but just brilliant. And then if you wanted to do some sightseeing over on the east coast, the island has some of the most incredible caves, caves. the Caves of Drac. They're close to Porto Cristo. So close to any of the resorts along that 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 East Coast, Calista, Mallorca, Porto, not far from Sacoma, not far from Calador. So you have tons to do. And then the inland part of the island is incredible, like some some great mountains, some great monasteries yeah. and churches and old towns to visit. So it's I love that kind of stuff. It is. It yeah. is. And like, the caves look like they have like ca- uh, classical live music concerts and stuff. That would be imagine the sound in the caves. Yeah. yeah, it would be fantastic. Like for me, it's the sort of destination that you would never tire of. You want to yeah. keep going back to explore somewhere different, hire a car for a couple of days, do some excursions or just, mm. you know, land in Camp Tamar and plug out exactly. and chill. And yeah. it's, it's yeah. the ideal um, island as well to do a two centre. Yeah. Um, you know, you're not stuck to just doing one resort because, you know, as you say, Paul, the the, the different sides of the island are very, very, you know, there's. Mm. And you don't have a long distance to travel no. from A to B, you no. know, within your. No, no, you're kind of maximum an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, there's so much to do. It is yeah. it is incredibly good value for money. It's incredibly accessible. Great quantity of flights from all of the all of the airports, Dublin, Cork, and Shannon. Aer Lingus and Ryanair flying, as I say, from March right Every the way through day. to October. Yeah. You just got to go, folks. You, yeah. you got to click and go. Definitely. Great <laughs> destination. Well, thank you very much for joining us today, Zita and Alan. 
I hope you enjoyed. No worries. Thank you. The pleasure. Yep. Thank, thank you, you both all very your much. wisdom. Yeah. Great. And thank you for listening. And if you would like to follow us on our social media channels, please do on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and we're on TikTok now as well. And if you have any comments or suggestions for our podcast, please email us at podcast at clickandgo.com. Thanks for listening. And thanks for joining us, Zita and Alan. Thanks thank again, you, Zita and Alan. Thank Great you. to have you along. Thank you. Bye.